sin sinvergüenza, ¿qué es lo que tú te piensas, eh? Coño, que yo te vivo llamando y tú no contestas el teléfono, coño, dime. Medicina de amor, quiero de ti, porque tú eres la mujer que me puede mi cáncer de amor. Phil, can you turn me up on the headphones? Can you turn me up on the headphones? Can you turn me up on the headphones? That's that's a trick question, bro. Why do artists do that in the beginning of the song? Like, I feel like that's like a signature thing they got to do. Oh, can you can you turn me up on the headphones? Like, that shit sounds mad cool. Yo, what episode are we on, bro? I feel like I ask you every week. Thirteen? Is it thirteen? We'll go with thirteen, like a spooky vibe. It's the thirteenth episode of Sin Vergüenza. Let's get it. Yo, so I'm gonna start it off like this, bro. If your kid is seven or eight and they already look ugly, stop posting the back to school pics. Just fucking cut it out. And that, that's it. I got, they're, they're both laughing at me. Fucking like, yo, this nigga's wildin'. Bro, if your kid is like seven or eight, they ugly already. They got the unibrow forming. They got the hairs on their arms. They got some fucking dry like food that you didn't even clean off from breakfast because like they're seven or eight and you don't give a fuck about them anymore. Bro, the back to school pics, I'm not even hating because my daughter, once she's back to school, I'm going to be all over that shit. But like, at kindergarten and first grade and second grade, third grade, whatever. But if your kid is like, all right, let's call it like nine or 10. I even saw some fucking 12 year olds on there who look like they definitely like once they were, once they separated from their parents and went to school, like they snuck off and smoked weed and didn't go to school that whole day. And their parents like, oh, look at my little angel going to school. Yes. No. You know what was fucking ridiculous, too? The fact that I, yo, I deadass seen people, bro, and I'm not even exaggerating, posting their TBTs for back to school. You got to be the biggest fucking scumbag in the world to post your own throwback Thursday shit. Not even on a Thursday. Not even on a Thursday, like these niggas out here say. Don't you hate that shit, the Italians, bro? Or like, fuck, huh? 100%. Thursday. 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 Not Thursday. Thursday. Wasn't even a Thursday when it was back to school last week. But motherfuckers want to steal the thunder from like the fucking four-year-old kids going to pre-K. And be like, yo, look at me on my fucking back to school. Your fit ain't even fly, bro. And you got to make sure that your fit is fly for the back to school. You have to. Nah, Phil. Phil's got this fucking, can you, come, come over here. I do this every week. My man's just getting ready to go where? Europe. 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 You are up, sir. Let me see. Look at, check out the fits. Flamingos. Are you, yo, fuck. And you're going to work like that. So he's just going to work. That's it. That's all he's doing. He's just going to work. Yo, if you posting your own pick on back to school pick day, there's two things you shouldn't do. Like, you didn't you didn't catch what I was just saying because you're not paying attention because this podcast is not important to you. So take the camera and get the fuck out of here. Where's the fucking? Nope, wrong one. I'm get fucking the fuck up. out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Posted the throwback of them 
when they went back to school on back to school pick day while other kids were being posted on back to school day. That is the most egotistical sick shit I've ever seen in my life. Yo, fuck your three-year-old kid going to fucking daycare or four, four-year-old, I'm sorry, going to pre-K. Let me put my, let me put my shit out there. Let me show you the picture of me from fucking 2010 wearing Jordans that my mom bought for me before you had to stand in a line for them. Bro, y'all niggas is wildin'. Oh, my God. Oh, this, this shit got me tight. So while I'm already tight about one thing, I'm going to get tight about the other thing and talk about it because that's what I do. I went to the fucking dentist's office this morning, bro. First of all, fuck the dentist's office. Straight up. The shit that got me mad is that I go there with my anxiety. Don't even want to be there, first of all. Because, like, bro, why do you have to take care of your teeth so much? I'm not even trying to sound like a dirty ass nigga, but, like, I brush my teeth. But why do I have to floss? And why when I smoke a cigar or a cigarette, I have to brush my teeth right after? Like, who's going to be who's going to be drunk and remember? Oh, let me brush my teeth before I go to bed. So when you when when you miss those shots, your fucking shit builds up. And I haven't gone to the dentist for like fucking six years. So I went today and they were like, you need this. You need this. You need that. That's the shit with dentist office, though. They tell you you need all this shit so that they can make their bread. And it's fine. Collect the bag. But now, the other day, I purchased some dental insurance and shit. Can't even use it for a year. Can't use the dental insurance for a year. So I copped this shit the other day, and I was like, yes, let's go. I'm about to fucking get my teeth cleaned out. I'm going to get this fucking tooth that I have. My, this tooth that I have is broken. It's broken. Sorry, somebody just tried to call me. All I need is for that shit to be pulled out. $347. I'm about to take a motherfucking nail and a hammer and just fucking go ham on my shit. Why is it $347 to get my tooth pulled out? And then they want to ask me. Do you want to have your fucking area numbed or do you want to be knocked out cold? Which one would you rather have? You rather be knocked out cold? Nah. This is a shit with me. I'm fucking scared as shit to be knocked out. Like OD scared. I have no idea why. I just like don't like I seen the episode of Hey Arnold when fucking what's her name? was like knocked out for a fucking something with her tooth and she woke up and she was like so loopy that she like spread her secrets. That's not that happens. I'm rewatching Breaking Bad. This nigga Walter woke up, dude. The reason why Breaking Bad took a turn for the worse and Skylar found out about the about him fucking cooking meth, spoiler alert. The nigga woke up from being knocked out and 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 no, he was being put under and he was like and she was like, "Yo, where is your cell phone? And he was like, which one? Get the fuck out of here. Bro. I don't need that. I don't need people knowing that I'm uh, not circumcised. For what? <laughs> so I told them I wanted the Novocaine. That's the cheaper option. It's still $347. So the dentist could eat my ass. 
All right. And the fact that you got to have insurance for a whole year, bro, that's ri- that's ridiculous. So everybody's fucking everybody's got an opinion on this Dave Chappelle shit. And I wanted to weigh in on it because most of the backlash for the stand up is straight bullshit. And I'm just looking, I'm looking at articles in front of me right now and they just like, they're hilarious. First of all, the name of the fucking special is Sticks and Stones. And there's a reason why it's called Sticks and Stones because, bro, Dave Chappelle put out a stand up special on Netflix and shout out to Netflix for allowing it that needed to happen. He got on there, he fucking made some jokes about. You know, different. There was jokes about different races. There was jokes about, um, the. There was some jokes about the LGBT community, and they everybody laughed at it. There was, you know, the whole audience was fucking laughing at it. You could tell there was some people like I don't, I don't really want to laugh right now, but like there was people who everybody laughed at it, and I thought it was hilarious, and a lot of people around the world thought it was hilarious. But of course, with this fucking new like cancel culture and this new like sensitive era that we're in there's people who are like you know i i seen somebody uh take it mad personal like they were like oh he he like he he purposely like bullies the lgbt community like who who i'm not saying that there's not people out there who do it but like what is is dave Chappelle like legitimately being like yo i'm gonna pick on the lgbt community bro for what it's fucking get the dave fuck Chappelle. Out of here. it's dave Chappelle. Like, that nigga's just having fun. And this is how I'm going to start this shit off. Y'all niggas need to calm down. In the name of Taylor Swift. Yo. I've worked with gay people. I have gay cousins. I fucks with gay people. Not in that way, but I fucks with them. They're cool as shit. They're the, some of the friendliest people I've ever met. They're hilarious. And part of the hilarity, and I keep seeing it everywhere on my Facebook, Instagram, everywhere, is that they can joke about themselves, but nobody could joke about them. That's what I'm fucking realizing. Like, I used to work with people at fucking uh, Dave and Buster's, like gay servers and shit. They were my dead boys. They would fucking call, e- oh, like, like call each other faggots. But if I... And I could, and and I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you straight up. Like I, I went, I would go up to him and be like, "Yo, what up, faggot?" And they would laugh. Or I, I bet, I bet you want some of this, Jimmy. And that's it. That's that's it. Because they liked it. Because they were already calling each other faggots, and they were fucking joking about how gay they were and all that. But Dave Chappelle does it. Cause he's a famous person and he has a fucking stand-up event on Netflix and it's like, oh, we this is not okay and whatever. And he had a joke and it was like, there's not, oh, there's not, there's not another uh, restroom for you for another like couple exits about like uh, a tra- a transgender. Like, bro, come on, laying the fuck up, man. You know what I mean? Like, I was on another podcast and they were like, somebody, uh, I was on Take As Needed and like somebody after the fucking podcast was telling me to chill out. Cause I made a joke about my own culture and I was like, yo, Dominicans fuck their cousins. Like relax, relax. Like he made a joke about Nigerians being, uh, being weirdos or some shit. 
I got the Nigerian shit was funny. I know a Nigerian nigga at my job who thinks he's like the most fit nigga in the world, and he and he comes in and he's eating a whole fucking butter tub of rice and then a whole like thing of bread, like eating it like with his hands. That shit's funny as fuck. And Nigerian people are weird. Dominicans are weird in their own way. Fucking white people in Alabama are weird. They fuck their cousins too. Like there's you, there's shit to make fun of in all cultures in all different areas of life. You niggas just gotta lighten up, honestly. And you know the same shit. The same shit go like like that whole faggot shit that I was talking about. Like with with uh, with the dude with the dude, the server at my job. And there was a, there was a couple of them. And like I said, I still see a bunch of shit on Facebook. Like they're always like posting all like what up faggot and like to each other and it's like okay like and then you know somebody straight like me can come up to them and be like oh what up faggot and it's all cool it's all gravy be like oh jimmy you know you're low-key a faggot like it's cool but if phil came up to me and was like yo what up my nigga i gotta deck him in his mouth no i'm not doing that like if if Phil came up to me and he wouldn't, but like if so if Phil came up to me and he was like, "Yo, like you're a fucking nigger spick," bro. That's when I would be like, "Yo, who the fuck are you talking to?" But if 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 white boy who I'm cool with just comes up to me and he's like, "Yo, what up, my nigga?" That's it. Cause you like you're hearing it being said in in whatever group. Like if I'm looking at if I'm looking at a group of fucking gay people or bisexual, the whole LGBT community, and they're like, "Oh, what up, faggot?" And they're being funny and they're calling me a faggot, and I'm like, "Oh, what up, faggot?" That should be that's that's fine. If Phil's coming up to me and after hearing me greet my other my other boys, yo, what up, my nigga, whatever, and he comes up to me same way, it's like. Oh, you can't say that. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm not that. I'm not that dude. I'm sorry. Like, call me fake. Call me a fucking sellout. Tell me that I'm. Tell me that I'm a fucking fraud. I don't give a shit. I'm not like that. that I'm not doing it. Like, we, yo, we're taking life way too seriously. Like, the, the shit with Dave Chappelle, bro. Like, they, uh. Dave Chappelle's Netflix special is a giant middle finger to social justice is one. I'm just going down these articles and how fucking stupid they are. All right. Oh, my God. This one's a good one. We need the shock of Dave Chappelle's comedy facts. There's reviews and shit like, for, oh, okay, that's another thing. How do you review comedy? Like if 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 a nigga's in a room and he's telling jokes and like nobody's laughing, like not one person, okay, yeah. Okay, that one suck. But if a nigga's in the room and everybody is laughing, like everyone, even if they're like, oh shit, okay. Oh. And they're embarrassed to laugh about it, but they still laugh. How do you review that comedy? Like how do you how do you review comedy? Like you you break it down little fuck that, dude. That's ridiculous. People laughed or they didn't laugh. That's it. But this shit, Dave Chappelle, how comedy lost its way. Like, bro, come on. This is so stupid. Sticks and stones can cancel Dave Chappelle. Like, I'm not canceling Dave Chappelle. Oh, he talked about the cancel culture shit, too, which I talked about before as well. I'm not with it. You know what I mean? I was talking to I was talking to a friend the other night and I and I told him, I'm like, yo, I'm like the R. Kelly shit. I've always thought it was weird. I'm not going to act like I'm like 
like I'm brand new on it. Oh my god, I'm done listening. Like I always thought the nigga was a weirdo. Like when I was little and I heard that he peed on somebody, like another female, I was like, yeah, this nigga's weird. I'm not like, is that what happens during sex? Because I was a virgin. Like I was, a, I was a little kid, so it's like, oh, oh, is that what happens during sex? Like I never want to have it. Because I heard that R. Kelly fucking pissed on a bitch. Like, <laughs> no. So I never fucked with. I never fucked with R. Kelly. I never fucked with R. Kelly, but I still listen to his shit. I'm still I'm still bumping his shit. I didn't bother watching the Michael ja- the Michael Jackson documentary, and I'm never gonna watch it. And I love documentaries, and I will always fucking watch. But that's one I'm not gonna watch because it's like, bro. And he made a joke about about uh, Macaulay Culkin that people thought was in bad taste. It's true though. Macaulay Culkin if anybody's if if anybody's gonna fucking like speak out on it would it not be the the kid from Home Alone who was in two Home Alones already I don't know man y'all niggas need to light up that's that's like the other this this week I fucking came across two things by the way I'm recording two podcasts in one day because Phil's going on vacation let's do it Applause to that man real quick because he works hard. Um, I came across this shit. I'm moving a little fast today. My bad. This is from Friends, bro. Okay. Saw this shit on fucking uh, Complex. Or no, Entertainment. Fat Monica from Friends. <clears throat> Fat Monica is the ghost that continues to haunt Friends 25 years later. Fat Monica continues to be a polarizing figure, not just in pop culture history, but also the show that created it. Bro, for what? That's like I seen some shit about Michael Scott. Like, oh, Michael, like uh, Michael Scott was toxic and da 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 da. Like, bro, it's a fucking show. It's a sitcom. Like, just laugh at it and go about your day. Don't break it down like it's a fucking Quentin Tarantino movie or a Chris Nolan movie. Like, you gotta really just like break down comedy like nigga you don't just just laugh at it and go about your day have dinner laugh at it go to bed make another baby discussing the legacy of friends can lead to a lot of disagreement some praise it as one of the funniest sitcoms of all time some dismiss it as a living single ripoff never watch that show some rightfully call out how white and homogeneous it was for a show based in New York in the 90s. Um, Fat Monica is an incredibly lazy part of Friends' comedic relevance. Even if you overlook the fat phobia that follows this character around like a shadow, you'll find that the biggest problem with Fat Monica is how the show used her to garner cheap laughs in the laziest ways possible. My nigga. If the show was on for as long as it was and they had ideas out the ass, were they really being lazy with Fat Monica? No. That was a rhetorical question. No one should have fucking. <laughs> and they're showing pic they're showing like the most dramatic pictures of her. To try to try to make you feel bad. Everything from how the character was designed 
Like they could have made her less fat. <laughs> Everything from how the character was designed. I'm not reading that. Courtney Cox in a fat suit rather than an actual person who was gasp fat. Would that not be worse though? Wouldn't it be worse? I would think that if you, if you aren't vived and aren't, you know what aren't viv means, right? Like they, they, they changed out black, dark skinned on viv and we had a light skinned on viv out of nowhere. I would think that if they aren't vived Courtney Cox and brought in, a fat actress and me saying that sounds wrong now because I just read this soft ass article that's making me all 2019 and shit. I would think that that would be wrong. <sighs> Get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. How the character acted was greatly exaggerated to elicit laughs and not much else. In an alternate opening sequence, fat Monica, I can't even talk because how ridiculous this shit is. Hops onto the gang's couch and almost tips it over. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That's mad funny. And we're supposed to laugh. Fat Monica is often seen eating sloppily because that's what fat people do. Because I feel like I'm fat and me, Phil feels like he's fat. And we fucking sit on the overnight and eat fucking 11 o'clock at night. Why are we eating Steak and cheese pizza from Domino's and dripping it on our shirts. And there's grease on my shirt that I can't get out, so I throw out the shirt. And it's not a big deal because it's from Hot Topic for $25, but it's cool. But if it was a Supreme shirt, I'd be heated. That's how sloppy I eat. And we're supposed to laugh. Yes, because it's funny. Wiping chocolate from her face or licking powdered sugar from her fingers. I'm pretty sure anyone who loves food would do that. And the one that could have been two-parter where Monica never loses weight in an alternate, an alternate timeline. She remains a virgin for the longest time because apparently fat people didn't have sex in the 90s, question mark. I want to fucking meet who wrote this article and just slap the shit out of them. And the show plays up the characters hallmark. Can't say that word. For laughs when she is overly concerned with someone having sat on her Kit Kat bar. Because being neurotic or struggling with OCD is complex unless you're fat. Let me tell you something. Even if I'm skinny. Even if I'm 90 pounds. If you sit on my Kit Kat bar, I'm going to be tight. Oh, my God. Can I get through this article, guys? Maybe. Do I want to? Not really. Am I gonna? Sure. Could the show have treated her better? Sure. But that would have been that would have deprived it of reliable laughs at the expense of a fictional fat keyword right there, bro. Keyword right there. Bingo. Fictional fat character. It's fictional. Like fucking Thor in Endgame. Spoiler alert. Thor is fat. They fucking... What, they, what, what word did they use? Oh, my God. I'm going to play this shit on my phone, actually. They designed Thor to be fat in Endgame. They put a fat suit on him. 
he went through depression and he got fat and it was funny. They said that he was made of fucking cheat. There was a joke about Thor and usually he's the God of thunder. And they were like, Oh, you look like melted ice cream, bro. It's fine. People get fat. Oh no, we should cast fat people and then fucking talk shit about how fat they are. That's fucked up. Do that. Try to do it. There's going to, there's backlash about everything these days, bro. Everything. Cast a fat person and then joke about how fat they are. Let's see how well that goes. Let's see how well that goes. Getting me tight. Fat Monica worked in a horrendously offensive sense in that in an era where Slim Fast was popping. Popping. Not popping with a fucking. Not popping with an. I N popping with an ing. This person is definitely white and bored. Extremely thin models like Kate Moss were it girls, and heroin chick was the prevailing fashion trend. Pop culture fed a hysteria over being or becoming fat, and Fat Monica allowed people to take those anxieties about fatness, project them onto the character, and laugh at them, and be comfortable in laughing because whatever happened, they would never be as fat. Sloppy and socially inept as Fat Monica. There's a clip here. I'm going to play it on my phone real quick. Be patient. Guys, this is... I don't even know why I'm wasting my time talking about this. But the fact that this is a fucking thing. The Kit Kat one. Is that what it's called? Kit Kats. Fat Monica. Let me see how bad this is for real. Here we go. No! No! Wait, you didn't just sit on my Kit Kats, did you? <laughs> no, there, there was a, a little little dip in the market, and I lost $13 million. But the Kit Kats are all right. What am I going to do? What Bro, she fucking, got, she fucking got concerned about somebody sitting on her Kit Kats. She could have been anorexic as fuck. And guess what? Humans care about food. Humans care about food. It's not a fat people thing. It is a human thing. Where's Taylor Swift at? Where's she at? I'm a little fucking slow this week, guys. I went to the dentist. You need to calm down. That is 2019 and 2018, and I hope it stops soon. In a nutshell, y'all niggas bitching about everything, and it is the most annoying thing in the world. Oh, my God. This whole fucking podcast is a rant fest. You know what else is annoying? This fucking Popeyes and Chick-fil-A shit. You don't know about it? Okay. Here's my fucking take, and I promise to God that I I thought I saw somebody wave at me through the window. <sighs> For those of you who don't know, you know. Yeah. You know, right? Alright. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, who has the better chicken sandwich? Alright, yo. 
we all know there's a fucking debate about who has the better chicken sandwich and there's like lines out the door at fucking Popeye's and you can go there and stand in line for them to not tell for them to tell you that they might not have a chicken sandwich. Here's my fucking piece. There's a couple of things I saw over the last two weeks. I was like, I'm not going to talk about this shit, but now it got so ridiculous that I'm going to talk about it. I seen homeboy from fucking sneaker junkies, dude. That's his hustle. He resells shit. He went to the wound socket Popeyes, which was the only Popeyes apparently in Rhode Island that had these fucking sandwiches at the time. Apparently they, they, they like never have them now. And that's the thing all over. If you go on Twitter, fucking Facebook, there's like memes and funny videos that, that people think they're, I don't think they're funny, but of people like killing each other over these fucking sandwiches that they don't have. They haven't even tried yet. All right. This dude went to the fucking wound socket Popeyes, bought in a bag what looked like 10 chicken sandwiches from Popeyes and was like $50 a pop. Hit me up. You could suck my whole dick. So I'm going to pick a side because I said I wasn't going to pick a side, but now I'm going to pick a side. I'm not with the Popeye shit because you know what I fucking love doing? I love going to a fucking fast food spot and not taking long, not sitting in a long line and waiting mad long and getting to the window and them telling me that they have my chicken sandwich. Simplicity. I'm not going to fucking sit in a line for mad long in a line that all these fucking videos, bro, the lines look ridiculous. Like they're wrapped around the block. I'm not sitting in a line that's longer than my dick for someone to tell me that they might not have the sandwich. I would, I, I, for that, I would fucking go back to the times where we had to wait out line for out, out in line for a pair of sneakers, which was ridiculous. And I don't do it anymore. I fucking do all my shit online. You know what else you, you could do online? Order a chicken sandwich and go pick it up. So I'm not going to sit in a line for a fucking chicken sandwich. This is not happening. It's not happening. I'm not a herb. Y'all niggas could be the herbs. I'm not the herb. The Popeye's chicken sandwich, that shit could just... It's not going anywhere, bro. Y'all niggas is acting like savages over this. I would stand in line for a bacon, egg, and cheese. We back at that. For those of you who don't know what a bacon, egg, and cheese is, it's one word. It is one word because that's how they say it in New York. You go in, bacon, egg, and cheese. Sometimes they ask you for the second word, which is also three words in one, salt, pepper, ketchup. Which means, do you want salt, pepper, salt, pepper and ketchup on your sandwich? I'll stand in line for that. I stood in line for those. I was late to fucking school every day because there was a bagel shop across the street. And there was a line out the door for the bacon, egg, and cheese. And you got the Arab nigga, do you want salt, pepper, ketchup? That's where you got it from because it was all one word. That is the fucking sandwich that I will wait for. I'm not waiting for some fucking uh, Popeye sandwich. That, that shit don't even look attractive, first of all. I'm looking up a picture. My bad. Chicken sandwich. <laughs> Louisiana goat. <laughs> this is what the first thing that came up. I like how the MacBook does this, by the way. So thank you. 
Louisiana governor serves Popeye's chicken sandwiches to the Little League World Series champs. <laughs> oh, my God. And them little niggas was probably fucking amazed. What's good with this? So, okay, Popeye's sold an estimated 1,000 chicken sandwiches a day. That's wild. Served with crisp. They make it sound so good, like in the commercial. And when you taste it, it just tastes like dick. Served with crisp barrel cured pickles and classic or spicy mayonnaise. Lost me at the mayonnaise. Served on a warm and toasted buttery broche bun. That's probably going to be soggy when you get it. 699. Am I reading that right? 40. I don't know how to work this computer because it's not mine. Popeye's Chick-fil-A or Wendy's, who wins? Uh, who gets chicken sandwiches from places other than Chick-fil-A? Yeah, it looks it looks amazing in the picture as usual. And then when you get there, it's fucking terrible. The, the one that looks like it, the way it does in the picture is the Chick-fil-A one. If, you're not, if you don't know what I'm talking about, that fucking spicy... Deluxe shit, you've tried that with the cheese on it, Asiago, or pe- or pepper jack, what is it, pepper jack cheese on it, you get it with the fucking uh, spicy sriracha sauce, fucking look at these fucking dickheads, dude, comparison videos, you guys are all fat, oh, can't say that, it's 2019, oh my god, I love that shit though, like, served on a brioche bun, a brioche bun is not supposed to get soggy, it gets to a point where I just, if, if <clears throat> like, I could do soggy shit, bro, but I, if a fucking bur if I get the burger, like, right there or a sandwich right in front of me, and it's already soggy, and it's not, like, a fucking brunch burger or some shit, take it back. Take it back. This whole fucking podcast is a rant fest. If you don't know, now you know. Post Malone fucking sucks dick. Do not, if you know me, send me Post Malone's new album because I don't give a fuck. I avoid the radio for a reason, but I avoid it even more now because every, like, two or three songs, it's Post Malone. And then when it's not Post Malone, they did this new thing where this new nigga came out who's called Juice World, who sounds just like Post Malone. And I'll fucking prove it. They, they sound like the same person, bro. When I first, I'm not even trying to play him, but when I first heard Juice World on the radio, I deadass thought it was Post Malone. Where's that, what's that song? Philip? All girls are the same. That even sounds like a Post Malone song. They always sound like they're crying. Oh. Oh my god. That's him. Look at the lyrics, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it's Post Malone. That's Post Malone. And then you go to Post Malone. Hollywood's bleeding. 
shit. What's was my name? Why does he do that in all his songs? Oh, it's the same shit in every song. And this album is 17 songs long. Too long. So somebody sent me a... I'm not going to front. This is like the first and last time I'm going to get hype over a Post Malone song. Some, damn, I got to admit something, though, because I'm being a little fraudulent. But it's not really more Post Malone. It's more, it's more Swaley. That Sunflower song smacks. I think it high key has a lot to do with the fact that when my daughter hears it, she's amped up and it's cute. But it smacks. But I like the Sway Lee part. I wish Post Malone wasn't on it. He's dusty. And he sounds dusty. Somebody sent me a song from this album. I didn't even know the nigga was dropping an album. He's, they sent me a song from the album, and it had featured Ozzy Osbourne and Travis Scott. And my insides were like, yes. Till I heard it. Soft start, you know what I mean? Whatever. Don't know who that is. Ozzy on the vocals. If you're an Ozzy fan, that's fine. Definitely sounds like Post Malone wrote it and was like, yo, Ozzy singing like this, bro. It sounds like a song that would be used for a WWE pay-per-view. That's why I'm, that's why I'm upset about it. He just sucks. And then you fast forward to the fucking... Like, I love Travis, but this song sucks, bro. And I just don't fuck like bro, post Malone to me, like White Iverson came out and I was like, this nigga's not gonna like that's it. That's the last that you're gonna hear from him. And then he just like lasted way too long. And you know why? Cause there's a group, a large group of females who like, oh my god, post Malone, I wanna lick your sweaty ass. Guaranteed his ass is always sweaty. Cause his fucking head looks like a sweaty ass. I mean, hold on a second. Didn't you tell me that that nigga don't shower? He got exposed for smelling like shit. Didn't see that one coming at all. This nigga's dirty. Like, how do you fucking pull up to an event and this is how you look? You see this shit, dude? Like... (laughs) How you're all cleaned up, right? That's the cleanest you can fucking get. But th- that's what made him last. Is a large fan base of females who were like, "Yeah." Siri just popped up on me and was like, "Oh, what did you say, bro?" He post Malone, dude, with the short hair too. Like you, nigga. If you're ugly, keep your long hair. <laughs> If you're ugly, keep the long hair and and dress and dress as good as you can. That's the that's the man's secret for sure. If you feel like you're ugly, keep the long hair. This nigga got fucking barbed wire tattooed across his fucking forehead. Oh my god, bro. Like this picture right here, bro. <laughs> 
I'm just looking at it and I'm just exempt. He got a he got a what is that? Something with horns on his neck. He just has the weirdest fucking shit for tattoos, bro. Oh my god. He looks like every single deadbeat dad who walked into the Department of Human Services in West Warwick. That's what he looks like. Every single, every fucking deadbeat dad who walked into the Department of Human Services in West Warwick. West Warwick. He looks like... Bro, he looks like Coesit. Coesit? That's what he looks like. Oh my God, bro. He's fucking atrocious. What happened? He goes hard. Do you really think so? I mean, yeah, I guess if you look numbers wise, like he does good. But does that mean that he's actually good? No, that's just. He's got a bro. I actually like see it on Facebook and it's like mad bitches. We're like, oh, my God. Post Malone. There's something. There's something about Post Malone. Like if there's if there's something about Post Malone, I hope there's something about me. Oh, I saw. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that either. Six nine. Oh my god, six nine. Yes, bro. For real though, he just looks like. Why would you want to go near the nigga? And I judge dudes. I don't give a fuck. Look at this shit. This fucking mullet. This nigga has bangs, bro. I never understood it. But it's not even about how he looks. It's just his music. It's just like fucking. You really think that you are better now? And then the and then it's like uh, I'm not gonna goodbye. It's like bro, it's, it just sounds the same every time. And this and the fucking oh, like it's the same shit every time. It's just like radio shit. He sucks. And he oh. He looks like he goes to bed with his braids with no do-rag on every time. And then and then there was that thing that he didn't shower, bro. Stop it. Stop it. <sighs> you Right here, he looks like a fucking failed uh, WWE wrestler who ended up, like, going off the deep end and lost his job after going through, like, four suspensions. All right, guys, that's my ranting for this podcast. Um, like I said, some of my shit might be out, out of date, but Phil's going on vacation, so I'm trying to cram two podcasts in one. I hope you enjoyed this one, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Vergüenza, ¿qué es lo que tú te piensas, eh? Coño, que yo te vivo llamando y tú no contestas el teléfono, coño, dime. Medicina de amor.